Ladies and gentlemen, Happy New Year and welcome to the Old Life Podcast here on Anchor FM. I am your host, OD, and this is episode four of the Insecure Purpose series. Hey, look, before we get started, I'd like to thank Karen from Chicago, Illinois, who made the choice to be a monthly partner of Original Lifestyle and the Old Life Podcast and help spread the message that we are all created original by design. Hey, listen, you too can partner with us. Just be part of our listener support group. Simply go to our Anchor website, find the listener support option, and partner with your monthly donation, and you too could hear your name aired on the next broadcast. Now let's jump right into this topic. I'm so excited tonight. We're going to be talking about a man named Gideon. That's right. Gideon was a military leader, a prophet, and a judge. He had one of the greatest victories in wartime history. A regular guy like you and I, Gideon was a farmer called by God to defeat a group of bullies known as the Midianites. The Midianites were a group of people who would always come to take the Israelites' crops at harvest time, deplenishing their food supply every year. When you first learn about Gideon, we find him to be anything other than a strong leader. In fact, The Bible tells us that because the Midianites stole the crops of the land, Gideon will quickly take what he had worked to grow and hide so that the Midianite army could not steal from him. Our story begins in Judges 6 and continues through chapter 8. Although Gideon trusts God, he doesn't seem to trust his calling. So Gideon in an effort to test his unbelief and trust God on what he is calling him to do, ironically, test God. Now, some of you may think, like I thought, thinking that Gideon must be out of his mind to try and test God. But I am reminded that in Hebrews 4 and 6, it says, Let us come boldly before the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And for Gideon, this was one of those moments. Maybe that's our problem. Maybe we are too scared to test God on what we think he is calling us to do. Maybe we are too afraid to ask God questions. Not in a disrespectful way, but in a manner of respect. Intentional, but sincere. Maybe we should simply pray, God, if you want me to pack my things and move to a different state, then show me a sign. God, if I'm supposed to get this car, then give me the job to sustain. God, if you want me to talk to the boss, then give me the right words to say. My mother-in-law just told me a story of how one day she needed $1,000 and she got on her knees and prayed for it. She asked God for the money and within the next couple of hours, she got a random call from someone who wanted to meet her and bless her with the exact money she prayed for, $1,000. She went to God with boldness. 
Yet with sincere sincerity and humbleness, she approached him. Gideon had the boldness to talk to the father and respectfully challenge him to prove that he was calling Gideon to do something completely out of his comfort. Now, when you all are listening to this, I want you all to have a pen and paper because we're going to be taking some, some notes. I got three points that I need you all to hear. Three points that I think is going to bless and change your life. The first thing I need you to take away from this story is, number one, to capture your boldness in God. God has made you strong. He is calling you to accomplish things that you would never imagine. Yet because you walk in your insecure mindset, you prevent yourself from walking in your true identity, your true calling, your true ministry, your true victory, and your true original design. So Gideon finally accepts the call to take on the Midianites, but in true fashion of a God who operates in a way that defies human logic. God instructs Gideon to do a few crazy things. Have you ever felt like that? Like God was expecting you to do some crazy things? First, God tells Gideon to go in the strength you have and save Israel from the Midianites. Gideon is scared, timid, and afraid of the Midianites. He has no military background. He wasn't trained for battle. He didn't have a killer's mindset. As a matter of fact, Gideon literally thinks that God has lost his marbles because he's calling him to do something incredibly different than his normal character. Gideon cries out to God and says, how? <laughs> how can I save Israel when my clan is the weakest in Manasseh? How can I save Israel when I'm the weakest in my clan? No, somebody needs to hear this. Gideon was so focused on what he didn't have that he forgot just who he was talking to. You focus so much that you don't have the education, that you don't have the skill set, that you don't have the knowledge. How tall you're not, how dark your skin color is, how small or large you are. You want to help God create by paying tons of money on plastic dirt. Yes. I said plastic dirt. Genesis chapter 2, 7 says, Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed life into his nostrils, the breath of life. And the man became a living being. God used dirt to form man. And then God had the creative audacity to put the man to sleep and pull a rib out of the man created from dirt. And make woman in Genesis 2 22. Now here's number two. Write this down. Go with the strength you have. He never said you have to have it all together. Start the business. He never said you need to have the money. Write the vision. He never said you have to have the highest office. Build your character. God is calling you to be exceptional. If you mop floors, be the best mopper our company has ever seen. If you teach students, be the best teacher your school has ever hired. If you play sports, be the first player at practice before the coach arrives and the last player out when the coach leaves. 
whatever you do, be exceptional. Yo, yo, OBD Nation. This your boy OD from the O-Life Podcast. Check this out. For 2022, our team is doing an O-Life giveaway. That's right. You can win an insecured t-shirt or sweatshirt by entering our sweepstakes. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook for more details. By the end of Chapter 6, Gideon gets the army he needs to bring the fight to the Midianites. You would think all is well, right? Gideon has God Almighty on his side. He has an army to fight in battle. And once a timid farmer is now suddenly the trusted leader of God's squad, ready to, de- ready to defeat the Midianites. The next morning, according to chapter 7, God gives the most unusual command to Gideon. Camped outside the Midian army's base at a distance, God tells Gideon, you have too many soldiers and I can't deliver the Midianites into their hands. This is like God telling you, you have too much money in the bank. I can't get you the new mansion or the latest 2022 Mercedes Maybach. Gideon had 32,000 men. God told Gideon to tell the men that if anyone is afraid, they can return home. And 22,000 men left. I mean, why did they even sign up for battle? 22,000, gone. And now Gideon, I'm sure, is not as confident as he was just a few minutes before he gave that invitation. God says, nope, there are still too many men. And God instructs Gideon to take the men to the water to quench their thirst because it must have been too hot outside. The men were about to go to war, so they should be hydrated, right? No, you think that God is simply being the loving father that we know him to be. But instead, it's another test. Only for God to instruct Gideon to observe how the men drink. To those that drank from cupped hands, they stayed to fight. But to those that got on their knees and threw their face into the water to drink, they had to go. It wasn't 10 or 20 or even 30 men that left. It was 9,700 men that didn't make it to to the battlefield, leaving Gideon with only 300 men to fight the Midianites. Amalekites, and others who had joined the fight to overtake Israel and their land. Listen, original lifestyle is all about motivation, but I think that this motivation comes with an understanding of hope as well. Gideon was faced with a hopeless situation. Today, you may be faced with a hopeless situation. Maybe your marriage is on the brink of divorce. Maybe your finances aren't the best right now and you are considering bankruptcy. Maybe you're believing God for a family member suffering with COVID and is on a vent trying to survive. Maybe you just lost your job 
and you're struggling to make ends meet. Can I encourage you today with point number three? God gives us much success when we trust him with our little. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you always have our back. I thank you that you're always with us. God, I pray for the men, the women, the young adults, the youth, dear God, that are feeling insecure right now. You have called each of us to purpose. You have called each of us to greatness. But maybe we're just a little distracted by our inadequacies, our lack thereof, the things that we don't have that we could be better at. God, would you remind us today that all power is in your hand, that victory belongs to you, that you always have a plan greater than our own, that your ways are not our ways, but your ways are much greater and they're better than our own. God, forgive us for doubting you. Forgive us for 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 turning our backs on you. Forgive us for not trusting you. God, show us that your plan is so much better than what we can ever come up with on our own. Help us to remain faithful to you and to your word. God, let us not be like Gideon at first, timid, shy, and afraid, but let us be confident in our assignment like Gideon was with the 300, where you gave him victory even with less men. And you receive the glory out of it. God, we thank you today. We give you honor. We just praise your name for who you are and for what you're doing in our lives. And I pray that 2022 will be so much better for everyone that is under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Look, many times we don't feel secure because we feel like we don't have all that we need to be successful in our dreams and our goals. One thing Gideon continued to say in his initial conversation with God was I. I am the weakest. I am the least. The Bible says that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Maybe that's you fighting with your own qualifications, fighting with the confidence that you need to move forward in your life. Maybe you're like Gideon who referred to his family where no one graduated from school in your own family, or no one was financially stable in your own family. Or maybe you're the son of a father who went to jail, and now you have your own son watching your every move. Maybe you are simply insecure because you feel like the underdog. But can you see what God can do when you're an underdog like Gideon? Gideon won that, that battle not out of his own power, not out of his own influence to gain 32,000 men, but it was all because of God who received the ultimate victory in the end. Listen, y'all, if you're enjoying this series, please share this podcast with as many people as you think would benefit. Email us. We'd love to hear from you at myoneoriginallifestyle at gmail.com. That's M Y. The number one, Original Lifestyle, O-R-I-G-I-N-A-L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E 
at gmail.com. Or become a monthly supporter as part of the OBD Nation on Anchor FM. We'll make sure to give you a shout out on our next episode. I'm OD, and you've been listening to the Old Life Podcast. Peace.